Welcome back to Get Tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm Mom Dawn and hi everybody. Hey, what's up? Not too much. We're still at home. Everybody's still at home. I know. But we're watching lots of good stuff, so that's yeah, good. Yeah, we watched this was weird. And 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 I, I think I immediately regretted it, but it was good. <laughs> because when we're doing exclusives this month. The month of April is all exclusives. Yes. And this week is Disney Plus. Yes. And instead of doing movies, we did TV shows with limited episodes. Yes. So like not like a like a four season show or an eight season, you know, like a one season show for now. Yes. And just that one season. Yes. Um, and we're only going to do that for Disney Plus. We're not going to do that for the other ones because Disney Plus, they're not doing a whole lot of exclusive movies right now. They have a few, but not But many. not a lot. They're really focusing on exclusive TV and just pulling all their catalog. Right, exactly. So I... Uh, if you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given us, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. What are you doing? You look like the you look like the creeper from uh, from Scooby Doo. <laughs> was like, Ugh. I was dancing. Um, but yeah, okay. So what did you have to watch? This is the best part. I watched The Mandalorian. What'd you think? Well, I have. Forty-two pages of notes. Yeah, this is something we haven't done since our episodes were like double digits. We took notes because we, we had to. There's so much, and I totally had lost my thought. Are you? Are we going to talk about every single solitary item that happened in every single solitary episode? No. I was going to say it's not with mine too, because a lot of mine episodes were exactly the same. Well, but that's okay. I mean, that's how yeah. it was. So, because what did you watch? I watched Pick of the Litter. I pick of the litter they need to put me on that disney commercial which one what are you watching on disney i Plus? hate that commercial I, I would be so good on that commercial because then they would they'd flash me and i'd go pick of the litter i hate that commercial because two shows get totally like shoved to the ground in that commercial don't get any recognition and they're they're two like to me they were two very very big exclusives world according to jeff goldblum well, yeah. And The Mandalorian. No well, one says The Mandalorian. Yeah, I was kind of expecting insane. The Mandalorian, but not The World According to Jeff Goldblum or Pick of the Litter. But. Also, I don't think anyone says The Simpsons, which is funny because they're like being used as like the advertising for Disney Plus. Which is weird. It's a weird get. Like to yeah. try and like, I get owning Fox and like using it, but like to really pushing that as like your, your Disney Plus mascots is weird. Right, that that's why you want to get Disney Plus is so you can watch The Simpsons all four thousand episodes. Yeah, it's I don't like, know how many episodes well, they have. All except one. Oh, is there one they won't show? There's one that's not anywhere on streaming anymore, and the only way you can watch it is if you have the DVDs. Oh, is it naughty? No, so I think it's called Lisa's Birthday, or or, or something. It's a birthday. It's the the premise of the episode is Lisa's birthday, but for some reason Homer has to go to a mental facility, like a like a crazy hospital or whatever uh -huh. they're called at the time. And there's an inmate in there who believes he's Michael Jackson. Yes. Okay, the I do remember that. Is he's actually voiced by Michael Jackson, but then he sings Happy Birthday to Lisa. It's Happy Birthday, Lisa. It's not Michael Jackson. It's an impersonator that Michael Jackson handpicked because Michael jo Michael Jackson was under a specific contract. He could not sing in anything. He could show up in something. Right. But he could not sing. Huh. So Michael Jackson voices the character who thinks he's Michael Jackson. Right. But not the singing voice. Huh. But because of the whole Michael Jackson stuff, they pulled the episode. There you go. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So who's going to go first? You are. 
All right. Because so, this is going to be way better than mine. No, no yours is so good. <laughs> yours is so good. Uh, let's talk. So, can, can I jump in with something else first? What? I'm just going off. I, you don't know what I'm going to say. So. Yeah, no, I have no idea. I just wanted to say that last week was my birthday. My birthday was on Easter. Yes. And I just wanted to, I got a few um, little happy birthday dawns. So I really appreciated that. And I just wanted to say thank you. Yeah. That's that was, all. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Good, because I already said it. So doesn't yeah, really I matter. could edit it out and then I could just go to you going, was that okay? And I go, yeah. Okay. Like, what just happened? All right. So here we go. So I have notes. Wait, yeah. is that notes too? What is this? I don't know. You brought an envelope. <laughs> well, because I started thinking. You had that, a notepad and then also an envelope. Well, I started that, with this. You thought then, that was going to hold. There's a. You're literally <laughs> holding a letter-sized envelope that you wrote notes. So you thought it was going to hold eight episodes okay, of notes. First of all, it is not. Here, look at it. It's what not an it? envelope. It's a card. It, yeah. Okay. It's a note card. It's a note card. It's a note card that you wrote chapter one Mandalorian and it literally takes up I want to say 20% of the note card that's all you wrote you so went, then I switched to a um what's this called a notepad notepad okay so I'm just gonna read this because I have really weird writing so okay. let me see it says oh I know what I was gonna I so here's what it says the Mandalorian Star Wars as it starts out the helmets are flashing and it reminded me it's of, a really I hope that's their new logo I like that a lot but don't they do that with Marvel with the, yeah, they do the logo where it shows all the characters, but yeah. I almost like this kind of cool like color where it's like blue is the good guys, red is the bad guys, and it like flashes across them in a metallic. I liked that. Okay, here we go. So the Mandalorian comes mm-hmm. to a bar. Yeah. Two mean bad guys are hassling a blue fish guy. Okay. Man, so this is how I write my notes. Mandalorian beats up the bad guys. Mandalorian Mm -hmm. is a bounty hunter. Yeah. And I love this. There's been a couple of times that I have quoted phrases on my notes because they're so funny. I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold because the blue fish guy who is Horatio Horatio Sands, Sands, right? I totally looks to me a little bit like Richard Dreyfuss. Yeah. Um, He Mandalorian or Mando as they call him. Mando is a bounty hunter and he's going to get the blue fish guy. Mm hmm. So then he takes him, and it says, fish guy tries to escape. He gets frozen in metal? Yeah, so, uh, well, okay, so you missed a couple things. I know. Which is fine, which is fine. Uh, There's a reference to the Star Wars holiday special. Oh. uh, Where the blue fish guy says something along the lines of something something need to get home for life day. Wookiee life day. Oh, how funny. From the holiday special. Uh, the guy who's driving the little cart for Mando that uh-huh. gets him, him and the blue fish guy to his ship, that's Brian Posehn. Oh. Uh, comedian Brian Posehn. He used to be on those, like, I love the 80s, I love the 90s. Yes. Um, bald, big beard. Large uh, nose. Big nose, yeah. Kind of always reminded me of a Muppet. Yes. That's who I wanted to say, yes. Y- is that okay to say that? I mean, sure. No, I don't mean it mean. He just, he does. He reminds me of like he v- should be in a Muppet movie or something. Very He's nice really guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know um, him too. You've met him too. We're Facebook friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> no, it's fine. But so, uh, he, so yeah. So there's a, a reference to Life Day. Brian Posehn showing up and me and Taylor both just started laughing because we were all like, we're like, what is Brian Posehn doing here? Like, it's such a random. And then Horatio Sands being the fish guy. So, yeah. So you said he gets frozen in metal, question mark? Yeah, because I didn't understand what the big deal. Because then, so he tells, basically he tells the man, he tells Mando that he has to go to the bathroom, but that's not what he calls it. And I don't even care. I don't remember what he calls it. But but something. Yes, he he said, I have. 
without saying I have to go to the bathroom directly, you knew what he said. Right. It was something to do about it. He had to, I don't know. Anyway, so he goes down to the ship and he's looking around and he sees like this shelf unit of all the the um, weapons and then he sees these giant things of metal and then Mando gets him. And then yes. he becomes, but I, so I didn't, there's a lot of this where I didn't understand. Okay. It. Where in Star Wars have we seen someone get frozen into metal before? Han Solo. It's the same thing. He's frozen in carbonite. Got it. So that's what I figured. So it's something that I think they kind of. I don't know if this is official, but because we've seen Boba Fett do it, and we've seen a Mandal another Mandalorian do it, it's almost like how Mandalorians transport their bounties. So is Boba Fett a Mandalorian? Yes. So kind of. Mandalorian is not the name of a person. It's like sheriff or deputy or bounty hunter. Yeah. Okay. I just Ma- didn't... his name is not Mandalorian Stevenson. His name no. is Mando. Yeah. They I think just they call say him the Mandalorian. Name. Oh yeah. Before before anything, we should also say like both of ours, I guess they're spoilers. Yours mostly there's gonna be some spoilers. Oh, My, yeah. Mine is a real story, so it's like I guess they're spoilers, but yours is like spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Yeah. So if you want we, to we see find this... out his real name. Yeah, which I'm not gonna remember, but you I might. remember it. Okay, I knew you would. So, um, so yeah, so if you haven't seen The Mandalorian, there's eight episodes. They range from 35 minutes to 43 minutes. Yeah, I about. think the last one is the longest. So good. Very. Let me just say, very good. I've enjoyed. I really enjoyed some more than others, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about that. But if you haven't seen it, don't listen to us. Go watch it. It won't take you very long. Yeah. Then come back. You because could do otherwise, it in a weekend. Or you could listen to it. She just will be like, oh, okay, there. that's what they were talking about or whatever. So, okay. So here we go. Then Mando wants bigger bounty. And so he talks to Carl Weathers. Yes. So a lot of these characters, I don't know their names. I it's just okay. know the actors. Ask, ask me Carl Weathers' character's name. What's Carl Weathers' character? Couldn't tell you. Okay. <laughs> I and, literally could not remember. And you know what? I... I not a very good actor um i yeah close to the end of the episodes i'm like you're not a very good actor i didn't really think he was my favorite thing i saw from the show was it's the manda sitting there at a table it's like a screenshot and then it's it's like i need a bigger job and then it shows carl weathers and somebody photoshopped he goes i've got three targets it's the predator uh rocky and then the alligator from happy gilmore because oh, it's like funny. three things that Carl Weathers also had to deal with. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. So he talks to Carl Weathers and he says he wants bigger bounty. Yeah. So Carl Weathers says he has um, a direct commission mm-hmm. and that he must deliver the asset alive with lots of money. I put three money dollar signs. Yeah. Do you remember what they get? Beskar. I have no idea what that means. It's like metal. Okay. And it's... um. 50, it, it's 50 years old. Mm-hmm. And then Carl Weathers gave him the general GPS little doo-wobby. Yeah, exactly. So walking through the market, he's something alien and finds the alien. Mondo gets to the land and, oh yeah, I love those blue, those blue, the, not the blue, the fish, the little, they look like little fish. So he, he goes to where, sorry, I can't read my own notes. He goes, he gets in his ship and he goes to where the GPS is beeping. Mm -hmm. And he finds, because it's like all deserty. Yes. And the mode of transportation are these giant, they look like fish or chameleons. They're ugly. Oh, what? um, Yeah. Well, what's his name? 
and the person is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to know the name of them. They're uh, they're weird looking, they but seem, I like them. Yeah, they're like they look like if someone took a lizard yes. and cut the middle off and yes. just attached the head to the butt. Yeah, exactly. That's right. What it is looks that what you're like talking with, about? But yeah, they're like horses. Things. Yes. Those also showed up in the Star Wars holiday. Are they? No, they didn't show up in the holiday special. They showed up in like one of those animated spinoffs, like Droids or Ewok Adventure. Like, so that's another thing that they pulled from this weird, like, non-canon. And but is that? I was gonna. Is that that? Those aren't real. They're. I think a little bit of both. Okay. That, I, so the animatronic were done with a computer. I, I think a little, I think called. a little bit of both CGI. Okay. I think CGI. I think I, so, I think GPS. nope. I think the far shots are probably G- CGI. Okay. And then I think the close things where where Mando is touching it and right. it's not doing a whole lot. Right. Like and or may- riding. Yeah, and I think maybe uh, maybe if it is if he is touching it, he's interacting it. Maybe if the eyes have been touched up with CGI and the mouth has maybe been touched up. Okay. But he's probably touching a real thing. Right. And then we meet Nick Nolte's character, yeah. which I don't know his name. Nick uh, Nolte's character. Oh, I'm going to get screamed at for not knowing it. I totally forgot his name. That's okay. Que- Geary? Yeah. It's like Query or something? Something like that. Anyway, his big thing that he says is, I have spoken. Right? Is that what I he says? I have spoken. So then once he says that, that's pretty much you don't argue with him anymore. Mm-hmm. So... um. They're gonna go find. That's what's when he's walking through the market. There's another another reference to uh, Return of the Jedi. Okay. So he's walking through the market, and you see all the little, the, you know, the things that are selling things. Uh, do you notice a very specific alien from Return of the Jedi is no on the uh, the little <laughs> Jabba's little monkey friend? Oh, I've... the co- they're called Kowakian, Kowakian, Kowakian monkey lizards. Uh, it's like this. They're nasty. And his name, the one in uh, Return of the Jedi is Salacious B. Crumb. And it's okay. just, <laughs> that's all he does. He doesn't speak. He's, <laughs> oh, and he's like a hand puppet, essentially. Okay. And there's a cage of him and one roasting on a stick. Oh, I saw the roasting guy. I put yeah, that yeah. somewhere in my notes. Okay, so let me see. Uh, yeah, and so then he learns how to ride it, and then they're, they're going to go find the baby. Well. The child. They don't know that yet. The 50-year-old thing. Okay. They just know they're going to find a, a 50-year-old target. Oh, right. And then they do find him right at the end. With and the help of something. Cute. With the help of something? Well, something else is trying to also find it. I don't have that written down. The robot. Oh, gosh. IG-11. That's right. That is the hugest scene, and I totally didn't write that down. So he gets to the city, mm. and this robot is trying to to find the target or whatever they're calling it. And but he the robot ends up helping Mando find the target. Cooley. Or no. Cooey. Queel. Queel. Creel. Nick Nolte's character's name is Queel. Yes. Okay. So now we're in the city and the alien android robot is IG eleven. Whatever. I don't care. He's really <laughs> cute though, and and voiced by Taiko Waititi. Taiko Waititi. I, I was, was so worried about that. I was so worried about Taika Waititi just Taika Waititiing it up in this movie. I was, was so, so worried good. that this this robot was because I knew he was playing an android. I knew he was playing a droid, specifically an IG unit, which are the assassins. I was so worried that the Mando was going to show up and say, "Hey, how you doing? I'm IG Eleven." Like I thought he was going to be kind of an idiot. No, and he's not. just he's just a he's just a droid, right. which was perfect. Right. So. Um, and then they kill all the stormtroopers and they find the asset and mm. then they see that it is 
the little baby and he's so cute. And he, but we can't call him Baby Yoda, but that's what he looks like. A he's little, a Baby Yoda. He's a Baby Yoda. This little fuzzy head is cute. All of him is cute. And then IG-11 is going to kill it. That's right. And so Mando takes care of that. He farts on him. No, <laughs> he shoots him and then he's done. Okay, so that was chapter one. Yeah. Chapter two. Are we really going to? I mean, I got a lot of notes here. That's fine. So do I. You do not. I have notes. Yeah, but not as many as me. I mean, I could probably talk an hour and a half just about this show. Well, we'll skip. We'll skip if we need to. Why okay. are you looking at me like that? Well, because you don't skip. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read my notes. Okay. Chapter two is called The Child. Yeah. Baby go. Okay, so the Jawas come yeah. with their giant arc-looking ship. Man, And I'm just going to read my notes. Yeah, it's fine. Mando tries to get on, but the Jawas knock him out. Like, literally. Bleh. Mm-hmm. Mando goes back to his ship, but the Jawa stole all the important parts of his ship. Mm-hmm. Mando goes to Nick Nolte to help him get him back. Nick Nolte goes with him and is the translator. The Jawas want to have Mando give him stuff for his parts, but he says no. They say to get the egg. It's a mudhorn's egg. Mm-hmm. Mando gets his butt kicked several times by the mudhorn and is almost killed. The child uses the force, okay, the force, to back to back up the mudhorn and float him in the air, and Mando kills the mudhorn like that. And then the child sleeps because it wore him out. Javas get the egg. It was kind of messy. Nick <laughs> Nolte helps Mando take his parts back to the ship. Mm-hmm. Nick Nolte and Mando work together to put the ship together. Nick Nolte always says, I have spoken. Mando tries to wake up the child, and but he's still sleeping. But then he wakes up. So cute. That's what I wrote my notes. <laughs> Did I pretty much get all the good stuff? Yeah. Uh, does he go back and get his his new armor yet? No, not yet. That's in the third episode. I don't where know. He gets but the it's one not. The... No, because I wrote that down. Okay, I think that is the third episode where we meet the okay, new. Sorry, I'm making noise with my papers. It's fine. So okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's what I'm saying. Some of these episodes can just be. Here's the basic plot. Yep. Um, yeah. No. Oh, when when he when he raises his little hand, he's like, Ugh. oh yeah, and it totally. And then he was like, he's tired. He he's passed tired. out. Yeah, because that was too much energy. Okay. Chapter three is called mm. the sin. The sin. The sin. Okay. I wrote it down. Okay. Here we go. It looks like I have a lot of crazy stuff. Mando is taking the child back. He comes back with the child. The bad guys gave out lots of fobs. I hope, you know, like those. Yeah, yeah they things. look like key fobs. That's yeah, not a bad. To get back the child. Um, Mando wants to know what the plan is for the child, but nobody's really telling him. So here we go. Mando takes his bounty back to the armor, the armorer. Mm-hmm. The money is made into new armor by the armorer. And I wrote in parentheses, she's a girl, which surprised me. Although, <laughs> because I saw all the hair. But it didn't make I, me. I didn't think it was hair. I think it's a, a like a like a. You know how Vikings have the fur kind oh, of lining. Oh, like a full collar. I think collar it's a, I think it's a fur collar on her lining. Because to me, she almost. And this was such a weird thing. A lot of Star Wars armor, in my opinion, looks very Japanese. Looks okay. very like samurai or this or that. She looked like a Viking. Okay. Like it almost yeah, like yeah, it yeah. almost stood totally. out to me because totally. it was like she had horns and like the fur and I was like oh she almost looks more like a Viking than the other ones and it almost was like that doesn't fit right but it, it yeah yeah she is a girl yeah no 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 because I didn't it it wasn't until she spoke that I went 
Hey. Yeah, cool. I, it just, yeah, I didn't. Okay. Armor is going to make make a mud horn as the signet of the armor, but mm-hmm. Mando says no. Um, if because it should be, it wasn't a noble kill. An enemy helped me, and then the, I wrote this down because I loved it. The armor said, "Why did an enemy help you?" And Mando said, "He didn't know he was my enemy." Yeah, he's a little baby. He's a baby, and then so he got the whistling birds instead. And as um, Nick Nolte's character always says, "I have spoken." The armorer, armorer. Oh, all the Mandos. It's a Mando thing. It says this is the way. This is the way. This and is the that's way basically the again like I. That's it. Once I say it, you don't get to say anything else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then we find out it kind of ba- it does a lot of backup stuff, and I have all these crazy notes again. Mando was an orphan. Mando comes back to Carl Weathers with his new armor. Mando wants a new job, and he's gonna get. Oh, he's gonna go get a bail jumper. Mando asks about the kid again, but nobody knows. So Mando goes back, finds Bassinet in the garbage. And then he, I wrote this, pulls the eyeball off the wall. You know where they go, go in? Where Ted's like, open the door and it's like, like I can't, I can't do that voice. Yeah. It's like, and he just rips it right off the wall. Yeah. Beats up the stormtroopers. He takes the child. All the bounty hunter trackers go off. Mm-hmm. As he's moving. That's right. Big shootout with CW and the bounty hunters. But I don't know who CW. Carl Weathers. Yes. Sorry. Flying guys attack the bounty hunters and CW. The Mandalorians come help. Yes. That's the flying guys. I yes. didn't know who they were. The Mandalorians. Yes. Be- yes. And John Favreau is the one that fights that gets in a fight with Mando. Oh, nice. Carl Weathers dies. Just kidding. I l- <laughs> uh, Mando flies away with the child. And that's the end of chapter three. Yes. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I feel like episodes one through three. Yes. Could have been their own Star Wars film. Yes. If you put them all together. Yes. And part of me is curious. Could this have been that scrapped Boba Fett movie that we were supposed to get? Oh, could have been. Like, because it could have been Boba Fett. Right. That didn't need to not be Boba Fett. Right. And that could have been Tatooine if you really wanted it to be. Right, exactly. Like, it, it, he didn't do anything that was, I mean, obviously there was a couple things, like, you would change the flashbacks to be from episode two or whatever, or stuff we never saw in episode two. You know what I mean? Like, right. CGI new flashbacks or whatever, but at the same time, it's like, it was, it was a pretty good movie on its own. Absolutely. Like, I didn't mind it. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, no, I was. it was good. But definitely one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Are, this also, I said this to you when I was watching it. It kind of reminds me of short stories. Like, yeah. you have a big book and you have all these little stories. Because, yeah. in fact, a couple of times when I was watching it, I'm, when I would go from the end of one episode to the beginning of another episode i was like oh no i missed something no because it's it's kind of like doctor who where it's just like its own little each one's yeah. its own story where there's a standalone really there's an overarching story but you know that's a the overarching story is essentially just bad guys are looking for mando because he has baby yoda the end that's right okay chapter four mm-hmm. sanctuary yes okay directed by hello bryce dallas howard yeah Ron Howard's daughter surprised mm-hmm. me a lot. I, it had, but it had such a different feel. Yeah, I liked this one the best. That's fair. But okay, 
village fishing. Things attack. They're Glatunians. I don't. I don't know. I don't yeah, I wrote it down. They're like Glatun- dog monsters. They're weird. So Winta's a little girl, and her mom is Omera, and they hide in the river mm-hmm. under a basket, which is really cool because they just pulled it on top of their yeah. heads and ducked in. Stop touching things. Oh, so then Man- <laughs> Mando is is with the child. Yeah, and I wrote this down a couple of times. Stop touching things because he said that, and then he called him your little womp rat. Yeah, because he's he- like, is that the? Does that start where where where? Is this the one where uh, he touch Baby Yoda touches the button, and then Mando like hits it like to turn it off, and then he like touches another button and the whole ship starts shaking. Um, I think so, but at one point uh, the, the, the child ball. takes it, the metal ball off of, and he's got it in his mouth and he's like, "Stop touching things." That's why I yeah. did that. Okay. Then uh, okay, my notes are not very good there. Okay, can't stay at the planet. Oh, what? No, you jumped. So, I dumped way too hard because I wrote getting food, chasing a lady. Yeah. So so they get to the, they go to that planet because they're yes. looking for a place to hide. Right. So they go to that planet and then they find the little, the little restaurant and they're going to get the food and the soup. And That's where they. Something happens with, with Cara Dune where, where, where she like, she, I don't know, something happens where they fight. Right. And she's a warrior and she's really cool. Ex-Rebellion, right? I don't know. But she's really cool. But then, so then they decide to kind of, oh, I know what it is. They're at this bar. And then these two people say, can you come protect us? We have money. We have everything. And they're like, yeah, no, there's too many. You guys will have to leave. We're not leaving. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they go to this village. That's where they meet Winta and her mom. And Mando has a little thing with the mom. Mm-hmm. And the mom wants to take off the helmet. But Mando says, no, 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 no human Don't thing take can it ever off. take off my helmet. Okay. So then no living thing can living ever, thing. That's can ever right. see my helmet that off. Down too. So then um, they. Because there's a really good callback with that. Right. Exactly. Okay. So let me see. It says can't stay at the planet because of the lady. But I don't understand it. Oh, they couldn't be together. They were saying that. Yeah. But I didn't understand why they couldn't. The um, He's got it. No. Why couldn't Mando and the lady warrior be in the same place together? Because at one point they they say, well, if you're here, I can't be here. But I didn't understand. They're the only two warriors. Oh, got it. Farmers are going to hide them as long as they help the farmers. Winta is playing and feeding the child. Mando must oh, never shows his face since he was a child. He then took off his mask to eat alone. Yeah, see we, see that? Him, we see him put it down. Right. And you see him just staring out at the baby. He's like dancing or something. Yeah. <laughs> the town and Mando and the lady fight the bad guys and win. Then Mando and yeah, Winta's... Yeah, also that really hokey training sequence of like two days. Oh, that was pretty... It reminded me of Mulan. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Then Mando and Winta's mom kind of start to have feelings for one another. Mando is going to leave the child with Winta's mom, but she wants him to stay. She goes to take off his helmet. He stops her when they hear a shot. A bounty hunter has come after the child, but the warrior woman... <laughs> I didn't know her name. Cara Dune. Whatever. Kills him. Mm-hmm. Mando knows that the child will never be safe as more will be coming so they leave Mm -hmm. that was that yep chapter five yes the gunslinger this is kind of I would say this is a lot of people's least favorite episode okay I let me see if this is the one yes I I kind of liked it it's the Tatooine episode yeah whatever I didn't care about that yeah okay here we go 
New bounty hunter meets Mando and wants Mando's help so he can get into the guild. Yeah. He will give Mando the money for the capture of this very famous wanted assassin who is a woman. Mm-hmm. Mon- Mando agrees. Mando helps him track the assassin down. And then I wrote in parentheses, I love this actress. I have loved her for many, many years. Ming something something. It's Mulan. Yes, but I, she's been in ER. She's been in so much stuff. She's a great actress. She's been around for a long time. I had to double check to see that was her because I really do like her. After a lot more fighting, they capture mm. her, but they need more transport because they have two like little motorcycles and now they need to get her off too. The new bounty hunter won't do it. Mando tells him to go, but he says, no, I'm not going. So Mando goes. The assassin then convinces the new bounty hunter to turn on Mando. It would be more beneficial if he turned in Mando. And so that's what he's going to do. And then he shoots the assassin. Mm -hmm. So Mando comes back and sees the dead assassin. He goes back to town. um, Because this whole episode starts, and I had forgotten this part, where Mando lands kind of like in this mechanic shop almost. It's a a hangar bay, a docking bay, uh, like in... uh, a new hope this whole episode is a reference to a new hope because he lands in tatooine he goes to the bar from episode four he you know they go off the dunes they deal with sand people like it's a very 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 new hope centered episode okay well i liked the lady who was in charge she was kind of huh oh amy sedaris yeah the act the character how would i know amy sedaris what she's a comedian I liked her. In She's it in a bunch of stuff. You, I thought at first she was going to be really mean and hard, but then she found the child and she was really sweet to the child and that the little robots are really cute. Okay. So then Mando goes back into town and the new kid captures, kidnaps the lady and the child. Mm-hmm. The new kid has the lady cuff Mando, but she doesn't really. And then Mando kills the new kid. Yeah, he's an idiot. Yes. And he's not a good actor. Um, I thought he was okay. He's... I mean, I thought he was better than Carl Weathers. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Chapter six. Yes. This is my least favorite episode. So wrong. Episode. so wrong. This is I... the most Star Wars episode. This is not a Star Wars episode. Yes, it is. This is a DC comic episode. Okay. Continue. Okay. Because that's what I put. Very DC looking to me. Not alien at all. What? It's not alien got, looking at all. She got aliens all over the place. No. You got the... you got Hellboy. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. You got the, the Twi'lek and her brother. Yeah, who look like uh, Harley Quinn. That's fair. So, okay, this is... I didn't really like it, so I didn't take a lot of notes. Mando goes to a planet to see an old friend. Who's the old friend? Do you know who that actor is? Uh, he's he's always a scumbag. Yeah. I, I The minute I saw him, I was like, oh, poop. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. Who needs help with a job. They really only need a ship. Motley cast of characters. Bald-headed guy. Demon guy. Chester-looking girl. Mando doesn't know what they're doing. They're rescuing a, prig- a prisoner. It It's Jester girl's brother. They throw M in the cell and try to escape. And then they turn on each other. M- um, Mando, after lots of fighting, gets mm-hmm. out of there with the prisoner and gets his money. Yeah, I mean, that's a, no, well, you also forgot that there's a robot, that Mando doesn't trust robots, he doesn't trust droids. He doesn't like robots. But the the robot drives. The yes. robot is voiced by Richard Ayo, Ayode, 
He's a taller. He's an English guy, African American. Well, not African American, but you know what I mean. Right. I don't know. Who uh, he he's glasses usually. If you saw him, you'd go, "Oh, that guy." Got it. Um, he uh, and he has this whole little side plot with the baby Yoda. Yes. Because he's like, "What is that?" And the baby was like, Ugh. "Um." But so then uh, you're also missing. Don't care. Yeah, it's a motley cast of crew. Uh, Mando doesn't want to kill anybody. Right. No, he doesn't. Unless he has to. Yeah. And he kind of like, it almost turns into alien a little bit because all the guys are trying to run and they're trying to escape, but they're being toyed with right. by Mando and he doesn't kill any of them, which I thought was very cool. Definitely. Yeah. It was, it was okay. It was my least favorite. Crazy. Okay, so then what I accidentally did is mm. I accidentally, I was writing. So I, much? Well, and then I realized that I actually combined seven and eight together. That's fine. Together. I mean, they, they they are kind of a, it's a two-parter. Seven and eight is a two-parter. Well, I, I have like four pages of notes. Yeah. Okay. Also, we forgot that Werner Herzog is in this. The, I, uh, I have a job for you. I want to see the baby. That guy? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Who, who like gives him the job, the old white guy? I have a job. Like when Carl Weathers like, here, he's got to talk to. And then he's the guy who they bring the baby to. I want to see the baby. <laughs> oh, that's weird. So, yeah, I don't even remember. Who, him at all? No. Really? Now I have to go back. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't remember him at all. So, anyway. All right. Chapter 7 and 8, we're going to combine it. Are we mm -hmm. ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Carl Weathers has called them back to the planet to kill the man who ordered the capturing of the child. Yes. Mando goes and gets Nick Nolte, and Nick Nolte has the droid that tried to kill the child in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But Nick Nolte has reprogrammed it to be a nurse droid. Mm -hmm. Mando doesn't trust it because he doesn't like droids. The plan is to use the child as bait and kill the guy, and Mando will care for the baby. They go to the town and Mando sends the droid and Nick Nolte with the child back to the ship for protection. But Mando and the warrior woman and Carl Weathers keep the little egg. Yeah. So it's like there's a trick. No, yeah. There's no baby in there. I mean, there's mm -hmm. no child in there. That's just the little empty egg. The other three go to town and see the guy. <laughs> Big shootout occurs when they realize that Mando doesn't have the child. Stormtroopers go to get the child. Nick Nolte is killed. And two stormtroopers get the child. Yes. Droid gets the child and goes back to the town to protect the others. Okay. I This was cool. You're missing a couple parts, but I think you're about to talk about him. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Yeah. Well, no, no. no. It's, it's dealing with Nick Nolte losing the kid. Because when Nick Nolte dies. Yes. That's the end of episode one. Or episode, episode seven. seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't think I am. I think episode eight starts with. Then a really big bad guy flies in with a yeah, huge yeah. ship. Okay, well hold on. Let's talk about the Nick okay. Nolte stuff first. So you said Nick Nolte gets the alien or gets the gets killed. Yes. And then the two stormtroopers. Yes. And what do they do? Well, they just talk. They're waiting to come back into town, and they're just talking. <laughs> they're and so stupid. It was just stupid. Oh, I totally forgot. I didn't like that. Well. Yeah. Because they hit the baby. <laughs> I was just him. like, what? The first one was like, be quiet, be quiet. And then the second one kept saying, well, maybe he's thirsty. Maybe he's hungry. And he's like, you just, the first one goes, you just want to see him. Just here, look. And then I don't know what he's doing. And then he, he bites him. Baby Yoda bites him. Bites the stormtrooper. So the stormtrooper really <laughs> hits him hard. And I had Bunches said, him. And I said to you, oh, I don't like that. You're not supposed to hit the baby. Mm -hmm. So... 
and then the the droid shows up and is like, "Give, I would like the baby." And they're like, "Uh, no." And then he obliterates them. <laughs> I mean, just absolutely destroys them. Right. So yes. So okay. So then let me see. Where am I? Okay. So then. Okay. Here. I, wait. After. Okay. Big shootout occurs. Um, when they realize that Mando doesn't have the child, the stormtroopers, okay, Nick Nolte's killed and the two st- stormtroopers who were mean to the child get the child. But then the droid gets the child and goes back to the town to protect the others. On the speeder bike with the baby? Yeah. we. And then when he's shooting, he turns himself around and puts the baby in the back and is shooting. It was really cool. And then and the baby's just like, ah! <laughs> the whole time. So, all right. Then... A really bad guy flies in with a huge ship. Moff Gideon. Whatever. Actually, I know him as the um, the magic mirror from the ABC Disney series Once Upon a Time. He's Gus Fring in Breaking Bad. Don't. I've never watched that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay. He calls Mando by his real name. Mando knows who this is, and then another huge gunfight takes place. I think it's Djin or Jin Jarin. It's like D-J-A-N, yes. D-J-A-R-R-I-N. Don't know. Jaren. Mando gets seriously hurt. He is not going to make it. Mm-hmm. The droid finds them a way out in the sewer system, I wrote. Sewer system? Yeah, sort of. But what's that main part that happens? With, I don't know. With the, with the Mando. Because he's all hurt and, yeah. and something's got to happen. The robot needs to like reach right, his I face. Was just going to say oh, that. Well, you said they escaped. That's why you. No, I said they were trying to escape. Oh, I, I thought you meant that they were in the tunnel already. No, 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 not yet. Here, let me get to my spot here. Mm-hmm. All my notes. Here we go. There's so many. <laughs> Yeah, especially because <laughs> some of these episodes, you've just been like, here's what happens. The thing happens. All right. And then you've like flipped three pages. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> no, that was a lot of pages. Okay. Well, in chapter seven and eight, I did like four pages of notes. Oh, my gosh. I know. I was like writing a paper. Okay. So let, can we go back? Yeah. Okay. So Mando gets seriously hurt. He is not going to make it. Yeah. He The droid finds them a way out in the sewer system. Yeah. But I'll keep going. Mando sends them away. Yeah, yeah. Since he is going to die. Mm-hmm. Carl Weathers, Warrior Girl, so I wrote CW, WG, mm-hmm. and the child are trying to get out. Mm-hmm. The stormtroopers set fire to the hiding place. The child does the finger thing and sends the fireball back onto the stormtroopers. It rules pretty hard. It was good. And then at one point, Carl Weathers says, do the finger thing again. He goes, do the magic hand thing, baby. (laughs) I like that. That was super funny. Okay. Let me see. Uh, So so they leave. Mm -hmm. But then, see, it's right here in my notes. The droid stays to heal Mando. He needs to take off Mando's helmet. Mando says no. No living thing has ever seen him without his helmet. And the droid says, I am not a living thing. I loved that. I thought that was was, so cool. Well, in fact, but I knew it was going to happen. Because when he said, no living thing has ever seen me. And I go, but it's not a living thing. Yeah, but I think it also kind of like shit. Like it was a really cool arc for Mando because he doesn't like droids, doesn't trust droids. And And he kind of has to. He has to have this quote unquote very intimate thing. Right. With a droid. Right. Which is not what he wants to do, but it's the only way he can live. Can I can I say right now, before this show, like before I watched any of it. Okay. I was convinced, after I watched the first episode, I was convinced that the Mando was going to die. Right. 
and that someone else was going to put his helmet on. Oh. And that it was going to be the title, not the character. Like Mandalorian, there was always going to be a Mandalorian. Which totally could happen. Because this whole show plays like a Western. Yes. And what happens at the end of the Western, the, a lot of the times the bad guy goes out in a blaze of glory. Yes. I thought, I totally thought Mando was going to go out in but a blaze. But he's bla- not a bad guy. No, the good guy goes out in a blaze of glory. Oh, you saying. said the bad guy. Oh, I meant the good guy goes out in a blaze of glory of just like trying to do what's, you know, he knows right. this is the end, the sun is setting, I know what I got to do. I totally thought he was going to do it and he was going to go out and he doesn't. No. I was like, oh, okay, cool. No, that's good. I know. Because I was like, wait, I was like, wait, he can't die because, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Then I'm like, oh, is it going to be the warrior girl? It's not going to be Carl Weathers because he stinks as an actor. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just right. It couldn't be the droid. Okay. So then he puts some special stuff on him and he gets better and it takes some mm-hmm. time. And so he goes limping out into the kind of the sewer and then they have to help him walk. And all of a sudden then he's like, no, I'm okay now and he can walk. And let me see. Okay. Then when they're walking through the tunnels, Mando sees that a lot of Mandalorians have died. Yeah. And then they tell them, to, they he tells the rest of them to go on because he's got to take care of this yeah and then here comes the armorer yeah she's like nope i'm taking care of this and she i got it yeah i got it and she gives him um she gives him a a little thing now he's a quest of two or something tribe of of two chart of yes a guild of two guild of two guild of two two. yes him and a baby yes and she says she's doing it she says the mando's destiny is to raise the child or find the child's species Mm mm-hmm Okay, I'm almost done with my notes. Okay. She then makes him a special patch. I put a patch. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's a signet. Signet, yeah. And gives him the flying backpack. They continue on. The jetpack. I know. I realized when I wrote flying backpack, I'm like, wait, that's called, in letter in my notes, it says jetpack. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. And then it says they come to a lava river and then they realize with the, with the, the like the gondola droid. <laughs> well, yeah. And then she's like yelling at him. It was weird. I yeah. Because I was like, wait, is that R2-T2? No, it's just a droid. They realize that the stormtroopers are waiting for them at the opening of the river. The droid walks in the lava to the end mm-hmm. and self-destructs, blowing up the waiting stormtroopers. Yeah, ruled. It was really easy. I'm a self-destruct. Mando versus the really bad guy, or as I wrote in my notes, RBG. Okay. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. (laughs) Yeah. Fight ensues. Mando uses his jetpack and kills the RBG, or does he? Again, I wrote in my notes. Uh, Carl Weathers and the warrior girl stay, and Mando and the child continue in space on their journey. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then at one point, because you had said, Mom, I might, you might need me to explain something, and I think I found it, but maybe yes. I didn't. At one point, Yoda is sucking on a necklace. What? He's sucking on a necklace. He's like sucking on something, and, and Mando goes, what do you have in your mouth? And it takes, it's like a necklace. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, that wasn't it? And, he's, and they show it, so it was like important, but I didn't understand. It might have been some of Mando's, I don't know. Maybe it was a thing from the, I don't know. Any, so that wasn't the important part that you No, said. it wasn't the important part. Oh, what was the important part? The end, when he when Grand Moff, when Moff Gideon crashes. And he gets out. What does he used to get out? A lightsaber. The dark saber, because <gasps> it's black. Oh. 
So that's the first time we've ever seen the Darksaber in live action. The Darksaber is a, a fabled like Mandalorian weapon. So okay. it's a Mandalorian weapon. So okay. why does Moff Gideon have a Mandalorian weapon, especially one as fabled as the Darksaber? Well, because he used to be a Mandalorian. What? He used to be a Mandalorian. How do you know that? Because that's what they said in the program, because that's how Mando knows him. Oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, I did not catch that at that's, all. And maybe I'm wrong. Somebody, yeah. if they're you're listening and I'm totally wrong, let me know. But that's that's how I that's how he knew his name. Yeah. And then the baby gets the little baby gets the the ball again. He gets to suck on the little. The little no, he's handle. sucking on the necklace. Oh, I don't know. It's from that's something what it else. Is. Anyway, it's a wonderful series. I it's pretty good. I think. Do we have to wait till Christmas? I mean, originally it was oh. fall, but it might get pushed. Yeah, because everything's kind of shut down. I don't know. I think they filmed everything. I don't know. That would be good uh, if they did. We're going to get some insane, insane things. Good. Uh, like it, a character from one of the animated series is, is showing up, and she was like, she trained under Anakin. Huh. So that's going to be dope that she's coming into live action. Uh, we're going to see some other characters like species that we haven't seen in, in a long time. So I'm curious what's going to happen. But Oh, and I did want to say that episode eight was directed by Taiko Waititi. Yeah. I, I looked then because because it had that small story feel. I was so Every episode worried. I had to look. I was so worried about Taiko Waititi's acting and directing. It was fantastic. It was great. It was great. It was he, definitely on point. Definitely what a Star Wars chapter yeah. book should be. Yeah, it was. it was good. So this is, we can't really buy it because if you're watching Disney Plus, you already bought it. Yeah. But this is, you have to see it. Even if you're not a Star Wars person, like I'm really not a Star Wars person. Mm-hmm. Um, but you like, you like cowboyish. If you like, if you like Western. I just liked it. And I yeah. liked certain, like I said, that one episode you really liked, I didn't like. I liked the romance episode. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of wanted the warrior girl and him to kind of get together. No. I don't want her to ever get with anybody. I think she's going to have her own, like, I think okay. she's just going to be a new bounty hunter. Like, Yeah, that's what it looked like, that she I think was going to be she, she rules. Yeah, she's going to be Carl Weathers number two. Yeah, and I think there was nothing wrong with that. No, I think that's good. So I liked it a lot. So do I you put this above or rent it? I, because you can't rent or buy it. But like, well, where, you just need to see it. So yeah, I would think you need to you need to sit down. Well, you don't have to sit down and watch the whole series would at you, one time. Here's here's what we can do for the streaming episodes. Okay. Would you get the service? Like, is this a plus? No pun intended. On getting this, like, would you say, oh, I need to get Disney Plus because it has blank 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 and the Mandalorian. Like, is the Mandalorian sure. a selling point? Yes. Most definitely. I was going to say, originally, I just wanted Disney Plus because I wanted Winnie the Pooh and Pick of the Litter. Sure. But absolutely. But, 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 but you, you see what I'm asking. Is this, is the fact that you see, ooh, the Mandalorian, that's a selling point that you can have, you have that now. Well, and for me, would I tell other people about this? Because, you know, I talk to everybody. Yes, I would yeah, absolutely say, oh, do you have Disney Plus? Oh, you should check out Mandalorian. Even if you don't understand what's going on, it's still really cool. Would you say it's safe, safe for families? So some of it, I did look at it as a TV 14 rating yeah. because I was thinking about the two little boys that I babysit and I know they've been watching some of it. A couple of them I thought were a little bit too violent. Yeah. I mean, there's never anything crazy. And no I tell bad you what, words. I no, 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 no. They don't because it's, it's all made up words. Oh, that's true. It's all like bleep plarp. Like it, it's right. words that don't mean anything. I did uh, think that it was funny. Uh, there was a couple times I went, woo, during the Me episode too. with, uh, well, with Clancy Brown with Hellboy. Yes. He's not Hellboy, but that's, that's what, what he looks, looks like. Because like. uh, when he takes him out, I was like, oh, he's dead now. And then he like wasn't dead. And I was like, 
Oh, okay. That's why they can oh, well, show. Oh, yeah, because the door went shunk, <laughs> like and on his he, like, head. Well, yeah, but then he pulls it up, and then it closes from. So it went up to down. Mm-hmm. No, side to side first, and then da- up to yeah, down. And, and so that was the like, first time, I'm like, oh, and then the second time, I was like, oh, he's dead. He's dead, <laughs> and he uh, wasn't dead. No, uh, I liked that the Mando didn't kill anybody. I do too, unless he had to. Yes, because he did kill some people. Well, at the beginning, but then it kind of is a character arc. Got it. It's like he doesn't kill if he doesn't have to. Right. Uh, he goes from bounty hunter to like protector almost. Right. But what's interesting is I also noticed a couple episodes there's like no child in him at all. Yeah, whatever. No, because he's so cute. I like when they get to the planet with the, in like episode four, the romance episode. And he's like walking around the, the little restaurant and there's like the cat's like, ah, he's like, ooh, and he like runs away from it. It's really cute. I The I puppeteering just, on that is insane. I want, I want to know who's doing the, is it? I wonder no I want to know who's doing the puppeteering on it. Probably like eighteen people. Yeah. But I mean the who created it and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. No, well you can buy life size baby Yodas. The Sideshow Collectibles does a full life size one that it's not a puppet or anything, it just stands there. Yeah, that's creepy. I don't want it to just stand there and look happy. Well, I would want it. Uh, no. I'll put it in your bed. <laughs> that would be yucky. <laughs> Why? Oh now I have the hiccups. Um, I don't know, it'd just be gross. I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> like baby yoda no thank you all right let's talk about your show because i have other stuff right, to talk so... about <gasps> it did not suck it was so good it was, didn't like it. it was it was a show so let's let me pull my notes up okay you didn't like it i'm so sad because i thought it was i was like cheering i was crying okay so pick of the litter yes is a show about six dogs yes and which can i just say really quick not related uh, yes. No, they're not. Only oh. some of them are. Oh, okay. But what I was going to say really quick is they first did it, not Disney, but they did a documentary movie. Yeah. Which is the same thing. Same concept, yeah. Now they just made it Yeah. Uh, the series. Okay. Cool concept. Cool in theory. I think it's interesting. Forewarned that this is not my, in general, I don't like this kind of stuff because I don't care. Oh, I love Like, it. it's, it's not that interesting to me because it's like, okay, because it's just... If this was a news thing, it'd be a puff piece. This is just everything's happy and everything's good because there's there was a couple episodes that really drove me insane. They leave them on these cliffhangers like, is the dog going to pass or not? And within the first literal 30 seconds of the next episode, they're like, he passed. And it's like, well, then what's with the tension? What well, was with this weird tension? What? No, but the one episode where you weren't sure if the dog was going to pass because he was taking his test and then he went potty. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> okay. And, and, and to be to be clear... I technically watched this already. I watched it with my girlfriend Whitney. I we she we binged all six episodes. I watched one, fell asleep, woke up at six. So I don't really re- and I sporadically woke up in between the rest of them. I don't really remember what I just happened. Love this series. Okay. So and there was a couple of things that I I wrote in my notes and I my notes were a lot more expansive at first. Then there was just like it's another test. <laughs> <laughs> it's but they have so many tests. Yeah. But but you think about the their job. Yeah. Is it's very, so important. And 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 I need to cover my bases here and, and be careful. In no way am I demeaning these dogs right. or their importance. This is a very 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 important thing. Yes. It is very cool. It's very important. I love this. <laughs> the show was a little boring. Um and some of the people, I was like, whoa, who are you? Like, why did they choose to talk to you they for make this up, long? Ex- that makes it exciting. Well, some people like you don't fall asleep. Okay. So at the beginning, it says 800 dogs are born at Guide Dogs for the Blind each year. Only 300 make it through the rigorous training to become guides. Okay. I think it is weird that they say only 
300. Right. Because that's 40%. Yes. Less than half. Okay. Now keep in mind, only, they say only 300. Yes. So that's 40%, which is not bad. That's, I don't think. NF. Right. But I don't think that's a percentage to use the word only on. Oh, okay. In this context, when you say only 300, 300 is a lot of dogs. Okay. Like, like, yes, 800, but also you're essentially, it's a weird way to phrase this. And it's not really, they're breeding for perfection for this job. Some dogs just won't be able to make it because they're just, you know, they're just maybe too excited or they have hip display. Like it's. It's not like a choice. It's not like it's not like a people thing where where it's they're take a human being is knowingly taking a test right. and going, okay, I'm in the test. Okay, I'm preparing for the test. Dogs can't study. Well, right, and they they have to be really particular because yes. of the jobs these dogs be, have to do. Yeah, which so okay, so this is the story of six. Uh, these dogs are a year old and lived with volunteer families who love them and teach them basic commands. In three days, they will have final evaluations, and if they succeed, they will advance to formal training. What? Can I just tell you that, so before the families get to take them home for 18 months, yeah, they have people that come to the place. And cuddlers. Pay- puppy I, snugglers. I want to do that. How do I get a cuddler job? I know. I just want to go and snuggle little puppies. Okay. <laughs> so the show already started off on a sour note. Okay, because they talk about cuddlers and they're like, okay, so these dogs are now 18 months old. And I'm like, wait, what? No, show me more puppies. <laughs> little teeny tiny puppies. Yeah, and then they just show you little puppy clips over the credits. And I'm like, well, that sucks. I know. That's literally what I want to do. I want to go there and just snuggle but puppies. But I don't want to see them as like, I mean, yes, they're still puppies. Right. Quote unquote, but I don't want to see them as like old dogs. I want to see puppies. Okay, keep going. So, Sorry. Okay. So then I wrote down the dogs. Uh, Tartan is the first dog. <laughs> Too much energy. She doesn't listen. Raised by Claudia and Martina, who are first-time puppy raisers. Tartan works with the kids at the daycare. The teenager works with Tartan after school. This girl is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write that down in your notes? Yeah. I think she's just a teenager girl. Uh, she's like putting it on for the camera. Maybe. Yeah. And it's like, shut up, kid. Okay. Uh, Tulane, raised by Sanjita. And I, her kid also, her kid doesn't say anything at all. They don't give him any quote unquote lines in the first episode. So he doesn't get a name until the second episode. And I forgot to write it down. Uh, she's raising a pet dog as well as a guide dog. And I wrote, and then I, so I wrote what we see. And then my kind of opinion, uh, Tulane is jumpy. Tulane is very jumpy. Yes. Tulane likes to jump. There's Pacino raised by Crystal and Kyle. Uh, <laughs> Kyle doesn't understand why dogs smell like dogs. <laughs> Kyle's like, we gave him a bath. He still smells like a dog. <laughs> I'm like, maybe because it's a dog, stupid. <laughs> well, there you go. I didn't... Like, I was like, what? Like, why would you say that? And then the editor was like, yeah, keep that in. Kyle looks like a doofus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Kyle because it sounds like, harmless grass smells like grass. We sprayed it with the hose. <laughs> For the record, I understand that Kyle is a teenager who has gone through a lot. That's, uh, that's but right. but also that was just such a weird line to keep in. I was like, "What?" Because <laughs> that <laughs> it's a, that's just what they do. You can't. Um. Uh. Then I wrote, if your dog sucks, it's a career change. Career change is a wild phrase. It's not like these dogs could do another job. Oh, he couldn't be a guide dog, so he got a career change, and now he drives a bus. 
<laughs> no, but they become pets or they can do, uh, they can do other jobs. Except they didn't tell us any of these other jobs. They were just like, he got a career change. He's a pet now. They said that like eight times. Oh, he got a career change. He's a pet now. Also, he got a career change. Sounds like a very like, we had to put him down. <laughs> yeah, but it's he got a. It's just that. Mommy, where's Fido? Oh, he got a career change <laughs> at the hospital. No. Okay. Um, Reasons for a career change. I wrote down all the reasons, and these are kind of boring, but stay, stay with me. Inappropriate whining or barking. Inappropriate chewing. High distraction level. Poor house manners. <laughs> you know, doesn't use the salad fork. <laughs> <laughs> Re- relieving accidents I thought was such a funny way to write poops on the floor well because yeah it's a, it, yes it is obviously these are all important but I think just the word choice is very funny on some of them uh, excessive jumping excessive drooling stuff so it's a stupid dog sorry also that seems racist to bulldogs and like well no because they don't use bulldogs I'm just trying my best here yeah no they they mostly uh, use certain kinds traffic of sensitivity Right. Overexcitability, fearful behavior, elbow dysplasia, body sensitivity, low confidence. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry, dog has self-esteem issues. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> uh, hip dysplasia, scavenging. Totally makes sense because, you know, that that one I was like, that one, they, it was weird. They didn't talk about that one as much, but I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Like, like my dog loves to, like, bring his toys and leave them somewhere or go dig for toys, but then he leaves them out because he's an animal. Right. Or dig in the garbage. or Yeah, or, or bring stuff everywhere. And if a blind person had that, they couldn't clean up after themselves. Like, right. they couldn't clean up after the dog, That's why the relieving accident thing is... Yeah, because you slip on poop and it's funny. <laughs> it's not funny if they fall. <laughs> I think it's funnier if somebody falls after they slip on poop. Uh, okay, so, so heart issues, cataracts, or allergies. Uh, then we meet Paco. Paco's raised by Sue and Roger. Uh, four teenagers in the house. Paco is a doofus. He is kind of a doofus. Uh, then we have Amara, and I just wrote, Stacy is boring. <laughs> I literally did not remember anything about Stacy. She was pretty calm. Uh, all her dogs get dropped, and she hasn't realized that maybe she's the problem. Um, she had four dogs. She's like, all of my dogs have gotten career changed. I'm like, maybe you should get a career change. <laughs> okay. Look. Don't worry, we haven't started talking about Raffi yet. And I, okay, mom and I talked before, and in my notes, I might have gone a little too hard on the lady who raised Raffi, so I'm going to try and be a little bit nicer. Raffi. And then my first comment is just, uh, this lady's weird and sad. Uh, Mary Kay, Mary Kay raised 25 and 11 passed. Okay, now, here's my thing. 25, 25 dogs, 11 passed. That's 50%. Is it? Yeah. Because 12 and 12 is 24. But so. so that's less than 50. Less than 50. How come not only 11 has passed, but only 300? You see what I'm saying? Oh, it's yeah, the yeah, same yeah. exact. It's just that putting it's the, the word it's only. It's putting the word only makes it like it makes it ominous. Okay. Like if it's well, only 11. Because if you put only 11 has passed, it makes her seem bad. Right. You know what I mean? So when it's 800 and only, it's like 800 and you could say approximately 300. One third or whatever. Or yeah, approximately three hundred. It's like, oh wow, that's kind of interesting. It's not, you know, it's it, it's weird. Like, but you see what I'm saying? Where right, it's right. the same exact. It's almost exactly the same percentage. But if you put only to hers, it's like way worse. Right. Um. She's so weird. She's talking about him like he's a person. It's a dog. Uh, she's like doing a character. She was weird. Okay. She's very nice, I'm sure. But like, 
She just didn't film well. No, no, she did not. Evaluation day. Kyle is probably the most interesting dog owner out of the group and least weird person in the show, besides the Amara lady who I legit forgot about. There you go. Uh, just another complaint about... Uh, God, this Mary Kay lady is so weird. I hope Braffy passes so we don't have to see her anymore. All caps. Stop saying career change. Uh, Paco sucks, but I love him. He's Uh-oh. so cute. Uh, Tartan sucks and her owner doesn't get it. Glad we don't have to see her, them anymore now. So then what happens to Tartan? I, I'm not there yet. I okay, think. sorry. Oh, I'm not there yet. These dogs are not trying their best because they do not understand what's happening. These people go, well, they're trying their best. It's like, well, not really, because the dog doesn't understand that it's being tested. Well, a, a dog might feel the tension and pressure of what's going on. A dog does not go, oh, this is a test. I'm being tested so I can get a job. No, because you're not paying the dog to do the job. <laughs> like, right. The dog doesn't get it. Right. These people are like, he's trying, he's really trying. He's really not because he doesn't understand consequence or anything because he is a dog. Right. Um, Tartan passed, Tulane passed, Pacino passed, Amara passed, Rafi passed, Paco pauses and took a dump right in front of a store, <laughs> which is hilarious. This lady is crying while watching Rafi. I don't get it. I hope we don't have to see her anymore. She's so weird. Why is she crying? She's too attached. It's well, like, they've had that dog for a year and yeah, a half. Yeah, but she's had 25 dogs. She's had 25 dogs. And every single time she's like, it's the hardest part of that. It's like, maybe you should talk to people. <laughs> like, maybe you should realize it's not a personality. <laughs> um <laughs> The best part of this show is the puppy footage. Episode two starts with a reminder that talk, Paco took a poop in front of a store. This is a weird whole thing about pooping. <laughs> no, because they just were like talking about pooping for so long. And I was like, what are we doing here? Paco passed. So why did it need it happen? And then like, then why did we need that cliffhanger if Paco passed anyway? I don't it didn't know. do anything. Right. Uh, why do we have to see Rafi's lady again? Rafi got transferred to a new home. Good. Because uh, he kept eating the garbage. And the shoes. Right. This Mary Kay lady thinks dogs understand that they're at a program. Uh, Amara's owner gets a call about wanting to use Amara to boink and make puppies. Uh, Jessica looks much more normal. Jessica is... What? That's what she got the call about. Because she might be a pup... She might be a breeder. Yeah, she might be being... good for being a breeder. Yes. That's what the call... I know. You're right. It's just the way that you said it. That's... The lady goes, beep, boop, boop. Hey, your dog has some pretty good traits and we might need it to boink. Might, they might use it as a breeder would be the correct way to say that, Ruben. Um, so Rafi gets transferred to Jessica. Oof. Mary Kay. Okay, this was so funny. When Mary Kay is transferring Rafi to Jessica, she's like, here's his weird nicknames like Rafi Taffy or Raffles or Raff Defta. And Jessica's like, uh. Okay, and she says something along the lines of, huh, we come up with the craziest nicknames, huh? And I was like, what an awesome passive-aggressive thing to say. <laughs> uh, Kendall is the first blind person to get chosen for a dog. Kendall is twin-born, and I, I wrote this in my notes. I couldn't remember exactly. It was either four or three months early. Yes, I uh, it was, But it was, it was something like that. Where it was she's like, a th- twin. She is a twin. And her twin sister is also um, blind. And what made her want to get a dog is because she almost got hit by a bus. Yes. Uh and uh, and then we, we that was just kind of an intro to, to Kendall, she, which is weird that it was this early because she doesn't really come back until like five episodes later or four right. episodes later. But I was like, oh, okay, just an interesting intro to Kendall. I didn't write it here. I think I wrote it with the other dogs. Um, like I said, I'd seen episode six, 
so I kind of, I vaguely remembered who got what dog. But I think with some of the other people, when they get introduced to who are going to get dogs, I think I guessed who, like, oh, I think they should get this or they should get this. Uh, let me see. So, recall day, So, which, okay, you're saying career change is, like, when the dog, you know, doesn't become this, becomes that. But, and that sounds very professional, recall day sounds like, sounds like, oh, my toy broke, here you go. <laughs> like, that's, that's not great. Right. It recall been- is like, something's wrong with it. Right. Um, their uh, razors give <laughs> razors give their dogs back. Um, this lady is crying, and it's like if uh, when she has to give Amara back, she's like freaking out about it. And I, but at, right at the beginning, and like I get why she's crying because it's you know it's hard or whatever. But like literally five ten minutes ago, they're like, well, if Amara, like it says on the screen, if Amara is chosen as a breeder, she gets to go live with that lady again. Yes, and it's like then why are you crying? Hope she fails. Hope she, hope she, if you no, love No, you her, want her to be a breeder so she could live with her, right? Right. But yeah. she's crying that she has to, like, Mara has to go away. And it's like, well, she might not if she fails. Like, right. if she's a good breeder. Right. Like, two, unless I was misunderstanding, two out of the three options where she gets to come live with the lady again. Right. Like, and so you're probably good. Right. I know. It's just, I think um, that there's just a lot of stuff. So, uh... Paco is the dog I like best. I hope he fails so he can be with the family. I thought it was sweet that the family prayed over the dog. Uh, I think this family is different because they have two kids who are on the spectrum. Yeah, I thought, like, with the other families, it's like, yeah, you want them to succeed. But, like, those two boys on the spectrum, you could tell really, like, like, and even the girls really resonated with Paco. And I kind of was hoping, because, I, again, I forgot how it ended. I was kind of hoping that they'd go back with that, that Paco would get to go back with that family or that that family got their own dog. You know what I mean? Because, right, like, because I was going to say, not not every dog that is career change goes back to the family. Yeah, not necessarily. And, not at, and, hardly. And I kind of was, like, hoping... That, like, they'd get to get Paco back. Right. Because they, like, they seemed, like, they were also, like, the only full family that was, like, a focus. Right. A lot of them were just, like, mom and kid or, like, and then the dad showed up, like, at the graduation or whatever. Uh, But I was kind of, like, like, I kind of wanted them to, I wanted their, not a redemption, but you know what I mean? I right. wanted them to be able to get a dog. Right. Because I was, like, they need this. I right. think they needed Paco more than Paco needed them. I think you're right. And I think I said that later in the thing where I was kind of, like, that was a bummer to me. Right. Because I was, like. Well, I and they they genuinely loved Paco, right? Which was fine. It was cool. And and spoiler alert: at the end, they kind of like they're proud of Paco, which is great. But I was they like, sing a song to him. Oh, I hated the song, <laughs> but they I felt like they needed their dog, right? And I was kind of hoping we would see that they got a dog, right? Which we didn't. Um. Okay, so okay, so Paco. Uh, yeah, they seemed. Uh, they seemed like they needed Paco more than he needed them, but like in a different way than Mary Kay. Like right. Mary Kay clearly needed those dogs because she needed something. These this family needed like the dog just because like it helped them kind of all in all their own ways. Paco helped them as a person, but also as a family, and I thought that was very interesting. Yes. Uh, somebody references that Paco and Pacino are brothers, but yes. then but then what's his name? Kyle says that Paco was the or that Pacino was the runt of his litter. But it's like, but he, he the way he makes it seem is that is that Pacino was the runt of his litter as well as Paco being the runt of his litter. But someone else says brothers, and I was like, that don't make any sense. No, um, no, Pacino was was the littlest one of the. I, as far as I knew, Ruben, I thought they were all. No, because one's a golden. One is straight up a different dog. Doesn't no, they're all retrievers. It doesn't matter. You can have a litter with mixed colors. What? 
You can have a litter with Wait, mixed colors. Wait, a Labrador Retriever and a Golden Retriever are not are the same kind of dog, just different colors? I, I'm dead serious. I yeah, thought a go- I think so. I thought a Golden Retriever. Is called a Golden Retriever, honey, because it's golden? It's a Golden Retriever and a Labrador Retriever are, not the, are just the same dog with different colors? I think so. I don't think that's right. Okay, but anyway, it was my understanding that these- You've really hurt my brain on this, because now I'm like, wait a minute. You can ask somebody. Yeah. No, I just, I thought that because as far as I know, they don't all have to, they don't all have to be the same color. No, well, yeah, that that makes more sense, but now I'm like, wait a minute, what? Because I I literally thought, okay, let's use this in a completely different context. I thought, if a regular Labrador is a horse, a golden is a zebra. Where it's yeah, like no. kind of the same thing. Right. But no, it's, it's just, I, as far as I'm, they're all retrievers. And, oh, well, yeah, I'm an idiot know. then. Uh, no, you're not an idiot. <laughs> I don't know for sure. So somebody else needs to clear this up for us. Uh, so medical evaluation day, everyone passed. Okay, yes. great. Uh, episode three, they put the dogs on a treadmill and they are very confused. Okay. <laughs> the the do- treadmill or was it a, tra- oh yeah. The dogs are, all their little- the dogs are super confused on how to use a treadmill. Well, sure. Um, uh, Jess is so much better and cooler than that weird lady. Uh, and as soon as I type that, then I'll caps, why are we back to Mary Kay? Like, followed up with Mary Kay, and I'm like, why Why are we following up with this woman? Like, like it doesn't matter anymore. Like, she's, not that she's irrelevant, but she's completely irrelevant to the rest of the story because the dog is not with her anymore. Right, but they she, still keep giving her updates. Yeah, but she's also moved on to another dog. Like, like I'm saying, like, which a couple families moved on to another dog, which was cool, I thought. Um... Okay, then she goes, we're going to a, this one lady, trainer lady. I didn't write any of the trainer's names down, but she's like, we're going to go to a quiet neighborhood. Immediately cuts to her at the Presidio, and I was like, okay. Yeah. That's where they film. This, yeah, that's this where filmed Lucas in area. Yeah. Um, Lucasfilm, I mean. Um, uh, this blind lawyer rules. She's one of the newest. I think her name is Caitlin. I don't remember her name. Maybe it's not Caitlin. Julie? No, I don't know. She's super cool. I really liked her like her character it's a person right i really liked her and her I, personality yeah she was cool because she was like i'm a blind lawyer and i fight for like rights of people who are also blind i'm like that's awesome like uh and i said uh blind lawyer rules i'm not sure who she should get i want to say Tulane. okay she, i was right i think i think she got Tulane. yeah i think you're right um Paco loves the camera. He's always so interested. It's so funny. It's something they don't talk about because they like they don't acknowledge the cameras ever. But Paco acknowledges the camera. He's Paco's like, "Hello." Like, yeah, Paco's always like, eh? "Love that." Uh, Paco rules. Tartan passed. Tulane passed. Paco passed. Pacino passed. They all leave on these cliffhangers, and then the dog passes. Episode four: Boot training. I loved that. I thought that was so interesting. Remind me what that is. All I wrote was boot training. So they take him to the mall with the ele- the escalators and they put little boots on their feet and they get him used to it so they don't get their feet cut up. Oh, I thought that was interesting. I totally forgot why I wrote boot training. But um, that's why. I, yeah, I, I found that, was that cool. super interesting because it makes sense. Uh, and then I wrote, this episode is about the matchmaking process, which I was actually interested in. Wasn't it super interesting? Because uh, there's this, a third woman too. This, yeah, Eva. Or a- Ava or Eva. She's blind, but she dances and goes to the gym, which I thought was really cool. She like wants to do tango and stuff. Also, they didn't say, they said how blind some of them were. Right. But not others. Like when Eva or Ava is like tangoing and stuff, like granted, she she even references it's easy because the other person's leading and I'm not letting go. But I was like, Okay, like I wasn't sure how blind she was, and especially that girl at the end. Right. When she was like, I had glaucoma as a kid. And I was like, well, how, like, can you? Like, I'm, obviously, it's not an okay thing to be like, can you see or what? But right, I was like, some couldn't see more than others. Mm-hmm, for sure. Life. Um, uh, all caps. Now it's like car training. This is insane. <gasps> that Intelligent made me so disobedience. Nervous. 
this guy has to try and hit dogs with a car. I know it made me, um, but they're trained and I mean, the, yeah. the drivers would never, but the dogs have to learn that. But I, I actually thought intelligent disobedience was a very interesting concept and a very cool thing. Right, because they do have to learn, okay, I'm not going to listen because this is safe. Yeah, not safe. Like they're, so they're like, I mean, it comes back later, and this is what drove me insane, is I think at about this episode, it starts to, episode five, and even part of this episode, just felt like a repeat of stuff we've already seen. And it was. Because it was like, yeah, we already talked about intelligent disobedience. Like, it, it wasn't just like, oh, it, this is a different group. It's like they're trying to reteach us about intelligent disobedience. It's like, we already know that. Right. Why do we need to see this whole other group of people training them for the things we already saw? Like, okay. it's not, it took way too long on that stuff, in my opinion, to watch it again. Um I love it. So uh, this guy's trying. Uh, Amara is not for bonking. Allegra, her sister, is. Yes, they've chosen Allegra. Um, well, it's like of it's Amara. a maybe. It's a maybe. Uh, Mary Cage cries at everything, and they choose to keep it in. <laughs> the editor was like, "We could have just not shown her crying over everything." I don't even remember why she was in this episode, why she was crying, but she was crying over something, and I was like, "Why? Why are you still here?" Episode five feels exactly the same. I don't know yes. what this test is, but all three passed. More weird car hitting stuff. They all passed again. Meeting the three blind people again, this time all together. I don't remember where Ava or Eva lives, but her kid is wearing an old school duck's hat, and that can't be an accident. Beca- you know, oh, yeah. But I was noticing that there's no regular logos. And like the only, the sports team we see is not the Anaheim Ducks; it's the Mighty Ducks, a right. logo that she Disney lives in owns. The Los Angeles area. Yeah, yeah. I, but she like got on a plane. I was like, "Where are you going?" Um, to here. Yeah. Instead of driving the seven hours. Okay, uh, doggy spa day. I thought that was fun. Eva gets Paco. Claire gets Tulane. Claire's the lawyer. Yes. Kendall gets Tartan. Episode six. Uh, but she's not. I just said, but she's not ready. Kendall, not Tartan. Tartan is ready. Kendall is not. Right. Kendall, she doesn't have, like, she doesn't really know where Spatial she, awareness? Spa- that's the perfect word mm-hmm. for it. Kendall wanted a dog. She had to work on her mobility. Like, the, the company was like, we're not super, re- think, we don't think you're ready, which I thought was cool. I thought was interesting. And then she hired someone to help teach her. Yeah, which, okay. Now, here's here's my question. And this, this sounds like a joke or a bit. It's not. A lot of people, if they go to, like, a marriage counselor, okay, and the marriage counselor says, Oh, I've never been married. Do you, they tend to not trust that person as much, right? Maybe. Or or just like it's right. if someone is if you are a first time mom and someone goes, Hi, I'm a parental teacher. Here's what I'm gonna teach you about how to be a parent, and you go, Oh, how old are your kids? And I go, Oh, I don't have kids. You, right. you have no idea what you're talking about, right? Maybe, yeah. But but it's kind of like, right, like you have the, you have the book, you have the book learning. Right, right, right. Her teacher can fully see. Right. I thought that was interesting because I'm sure that it's different. But there's probably just, I mean, right? Wouldn't you think there's things that maybe you just like wouldn't? So I would think, because I thought that too. I was thinking that's more of like a physical therapy, occupational totally. therapy is totally. where they're there. Totally. Yeah. I just thought that was super interesting. Interesting, yeah. How hurt... I found it interesting that they actually, those are people's jobs. I mean, yeah. So um, I didn't mean to interrupt she, you. No, I'm you're sorry. fine. She probably does multiple things. You know what I mean? That's yeah. probably just like one of her things. Um, she probably does a lot of physical therapy or a lot right. of you know spatial awareness or whatever. Um, okay, so uh, Ava or Eva and Claire are great matches for Paco and Tulane. I literally forgot about Pacino. Yes, <laughs> literally forgot. He wasn't in like last few episodes. He got career changed. Kyle got to got a call about Pacino. Uh, Kendall put the work in. She's in the mobility program. So she got put into the 
the blind dog place mobility program, which I thought was interesting too. They had yes. like a training, like yes. okay, you might be you did your training, now let's work on our training, and then you can be ready. Because I did Eva have a dog before? She mentioned having one. No, it was the um, Claire had two. Th- yeah, and they just got old, and then they went um, to friends. And I thought that was cool. Uh, Tartan goes to Gina, who's a teacher in another class. Olivia gets Tartan. Did I say Kyle gets Pacino back yet? Yes, Kyle got Pacino back. Uh, Olivia gets Tartan, and Olivia is a college student at Chico. Yes. This is her first dog, and she just, and I, so that's why I was wondering if maybe she wasn't, not, see, it such, sounds such a weird way to phrase it, wasn't as blind, or you know what I mean, didn't have as much, right. because she seemed to pick it up a lot quicker. Right. And who knows? Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know, but I was wondering that too. So then they have a graduation ceremony, uh, Aww. the song that Paco's dad sing is weird. Uh. Sweet. It's like nothing. There's like such a nothing song. There's no actual things he says. It's He's like, okay. my name is Paco. I'm a dog. Here's the company's name. <laughs> it's like all he does. I was like, okay. I know, but it was like, good night, Paco, or something. It was um, just cute. Amara passed. She's getting a mess. So she is going to become a guide dog. Yes. So that lady had a right to cry. Yes. Um. So Rafi is just someone's pet now. And Kendall passed. And now she's going to get a dog. Yes. Which I thought was cool. Yes. Uh, overall, it was fine. It wasn't terrible. I didn't hate it. Um, I thought some of the the people, I want to say characters, some of the people were like, why do we, like, you're not interesting. Like, they really thought that, like, this was their, was a personality, and it's like, this is lame. Like, not lame, but it's like, you can be more than just the lady who breeds dogs. Like, like, and you're really not that interesting, and you're not really... it cool to watch on camera but then you get families like Paco's which is like well I wanted more of them right. I thought Kyle's story was like Kyle's family was very interesting and they Kyle barely showed up right like we didn't get enough of Kyle like I thought Kyle was like I wanted to see more of Kyle in school with the dog that was super interesting so in the in the movie which is not the same people they had a young man who had a dog who took it to school yeah but he this it was too hard for this kid and the dog in the school and so they had to send him to a different trainer so um because this kid just couldn't do it yeah i thought it was super i yeah i love i i there were i i don't mean to keep harping on this woman but we spent way too much time with mary Kay. like she she was like whatever she was just weird and it was like but there was like like paco's friend was interesting i felt like sanjita was that her name Uh she had an interesting thing right she's trying her best First dog, maybe a little too much, but you know. And then they got, didn't they get another one right away? Yeah. And much, it was a little girl and she yeah. was much calmer. I didn't like, uh, I didn't like the, the mom and the daughter. I felt like they were totally trying to be like, we're on television. Right. Like I didn't like them, but the, I, I felt the people that were just being totally normal were interesting. Well, I didn't like Paco's dad because he was making dad jokes or whatever. I didn't like him because he was a normal person. Right. You know, he was just, he was just a normal guy. He wasn't like, he wasn't doing it to be funny for the camera. Because you could tell, in my opinion, when someone's making jokes, there's difference when it's like trying to be funny for the camera and just being a dad. Right. When it was like, when the lady was like, is there excessive drooling? And then the mom was like, only when there's food. And he's like, are you talking about me or the dog? That was such a dad <laughs> joke. Like that wasn't like, a, they, he didn't like mug the camera. It was just like right a funny, that was like dad. Like, okay. Like right. you could tell the kids were like, okay, dad. Um. Yeah, I just, I, I felt like there was, uh, like I said, some families literally don't remember anything about uh, Amara's owner, Stacy. I was, because she was just so normal, and right. I felt like that's why we didn't get a whole lot about her, because she was just like, yeah, I'm just a lady who raises dogs. 
There you, yeah. Like that's. So would you recommend this to people to watch if they're interested in it? I think if I think if you like this kind of stuff. It, it, there, so here's what I'm saying. There are shows where like people when I say watch the Mandalorian and people go, I'm not a big Star Wars fan. You don't have to be. No, you don't. You could just like Westerns and shooting and, and this. If it's like, oh, watch a show. I don't like documentary series. It's not like this is going to push you over and make you know what I mean? This is not. Right. I don't. It's interesting. And I see why you like it. Right. I think we needed more puppies. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see more because it's called Pick of the Litter, which means there's going to be puppies in it. And there's just little glimpses of puppies. And I want to see more puppies. You just need a puppy show. I just need a puppy show. Where you can look up puppies. Where, oh, my gosh. If I could host a puppy show, I'd be like, hey, welcome back to Puppy Show. Here's another one. Look at this one. And I just pick it up with one hand. Look at this other one. There's two puppies, one in each hand. And I just go, watch. They're going to kiss. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> Well, it's That's funny. weird. So good enough. Well, yeah. So 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 sorry. I didn't officially rate it. Okay. What did I say? You oh, is it? So let's let's use it like I used yours. Is this a selling point? For me, it was. But yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, I would. I'd say yeah. I I honestly would say yes because because I think that if if somebody goes, yeah, but I don't want to watch a bunch of Disney movies. I go, well, there's all sorts of stuff. Nat Geo, right? Like Jeff Goldblum, but also there's this Pick of the Litter, which is interesting. Is the movie on here too? No. Oh, okay. Well, there's this Pick of the Litter show, which is it. Like I would say it's a selling point. Again, I wouldn't say I loved it. Okay. And I would say I got bored with episode five, which is so a weird place. To, the end of episode four to episode five, I was pretty bored because I was like, Dew. It was just the exact same things again because right. it was like, well, now this time they have to get tested by these people. It's like, well, why do we need to see that? Because like, you it's can just part of the process. You can tell us it happened, right? Like, then they have to go into another training, show a, qu- a quick thing of it. But like, we had a whole other car montage, a whole other like it was like the same thing we'd already seen with just a different setting. And it was like, whatever. Um, yeah, I'd say that you could use this as a selling point. I don't think why you wouldn't. It was like it was fun it. enough. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, should I do our spiel? Do our spiel. We have a Facebook page. Kid Tested Mother Approved on Facebook. We have Discord. It's on the notes, and I've been talking on it, so, so come talk to me. Yeah. And let me see what else. Uh, we have Twitter. KTMA Show at Twitter. We have great merchandise at TeePublic. TeePublic.com slash KTMA Show. We, if you'd like to sponsor our little podcast, you can go to... Patreon.com slash KTMA Show. And we have an email at... Uh, KTMA show at gmail.com. Did we get any emails this week? Yes. Yay! Um, I got a couple things. Yay! On the Kid Test Mother Proof Facebook, on your birthday, I wrote, It's Don's birthday. We love you. What's your favorite Don moment? Uh, Eileen uh, uh, wrote, Any moment with Don is the absolute best. She's one of my very good friends. We had a listener, Casey, say, Happy birthday, Don. I love she just radiates kindness, kindness throughout the pod. Thanks, Casey. Uh, then we had a couple family stories, which was fun. Absolutely. Uh, let me pull up the email. So this is an email uh, from Teresa. It says, hello, Don and Ruben. I listened to y'all discussing Space Jam and Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde, the musical, is indeed very fun. It just so happens that Los Gatos High School did the musical in 2017. India Gleason did the costume design. and Summer Gleason played Enid Hoops and Einstein Gleason played the part of Rufus Einstein's a dog. Yay! The part originally played in the movie by a bulldog. Yes, that was a bulldog, Ruben. <laughs> I will attempt to attach some photos of Einstein on stage. Whitney and Kay went to see the show with me one night. If you were, if you want an unbiased opinion of the production. I love listening to KTMA. I play it when I am working in the kitchen. The two of you are so entertaining. Stay healthy and keep doing you, Teresa. 
So there's some pictures of this. Oh my gosh, this. Dog so now, is, do you know you do you know Teresa? I do know Teresa. Okay. Teresa is India's mom, and India is one of Whitney's very good friends. Her one of her best friends. Oh. Einstein. Einstein unfortunately has passed. Oh, um, but I'm Einstein sorry. was a. Oh, he was a good boy. I think boy. you actually had sent me pictures of Einstein. He ruled. Uh, I'm I, sorry he passed away. Yeah, I love. I you know what's funny is I love very big dogs and I love very little dogs. I do too. Like I, I you know medium dogs are fine, but like I love the extreme because right. it's so funny. Right. Because it's like a dog shouldn't be that big and a dog shouldn't be that little. Like That's so cute. Like like Einstein wasn't a dog. That was a horse. <laughs> like, it was big. It was, was really big, big. boy. Uh, and so, he was so he if him and Theodore switched temperaments, it would almost make more sense. Because Einstein thought he was a he was a little idiot. Like he was just like. <laughs> Hello. And I was like, I said, you're Aww. very big. And Theodore thinks he's huge. I mean, right. and he does especially and if you're a mailman. Um, <laughs> that's, right. <laughs> like, oh, that's right. Theodore hates the mailman. Until he gets outside. Because I think we told this story before. He got out mm-hmm. and he was barking. And then he got out at the mailman. And then he just stopped and stared at the mailman. And, and mailman not sure what to do. In no. The mail- and the mailman's like, get in the house. And, and Theodore, Theodore went, went inside. I was like, all right, thanks. See you tomorrow, I guess. Yeah, I know. I always, for a couple of times, I would apologize to the mailman. I'm sorry. He's like... He's already gotten out. I know he's not going to do anything. He just yeah. thinks he's all important. Yeah. He's kind of stupid and I love it. The, yeah. the first time he got out, we all panicked. We're like, oh my gosh. And then he just stood there and we're like, you idiot. Get in the house. So, um, all right. So now. Yeah, thank you for that email. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. So should we, let's see. I, I haven't really been watching anything major. You've been playing video games, right? Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. You're a big fan of that. I've been. I have you, 200 hours. Oh my goodness. I have been watching Netflix Virgin River. Yeah. Was like recommended it? to me, which I didn't remember that it was recommended to me, but you reminded me that it was. Fantastic. It was 10 episodes. I finished it and they just it's just been approved for a second season. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah, it probably won't come out soon, but December-ish again yeah, they're saying pushed, maybe. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for the theme for next week? Yes, theme for next week. Is which stream which streaming service are we doing? That's the noise. Bagong. Oh, Netflix. That's the noise. Right? I know. Yes. Is that would you say that's the noise? Yeah. Bagong. Bagong. Netflix. Bagong. Okay. I picked this movie, but I have to just tell you, I have to warn you. I haven't seen it. Okay. I t- <laughs> now I also wanted to pick a movie for you. Now I was gonna pick a movie I thought you would like. Okay. But then I was like, when you told me you're like, I picked a movie but I haven't seen it yet, I'm like, I think it's that movie. So I'm not going to pick it. Okay. What? So you give me the movie first because maybe I'll switch mine. Always be my maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It was that. It was, it was that. that movie. It was that. I was going to make you watch that. Yeah. Always be my maybe. Yeah. With Ali Wong and Randall Park. Yes. And Keanu. Spoiler alert. No, no. Well, in the previous. Yeah. It, yeah. I've Keanu's heard it's very in, funny. Yeah. So I, I, I'm actually like, because I was looking because, you know, what's so funny is maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like. A movie would not be as expensive as a show. I don't know. I think it depends. Well, I just feel like because all these streaming services focus so much on shows as opposed to movies. Right. And I'm like, but I, I guess the whole binge nature of it, but like. Okay, it, t- total. Okay, finish your thought because I have a total. Oh, I'm just side saying note. if Mandalorian was a, sh- a movie, they still would shove as much Baby Yoda merchandise. You know what I mean? Like, I right. don't think that would have affected. Like, I don't. I'm sure that there's a business reason. I just. I, I kind of was like, oh, maybe we did make a mistake because I was trying to look up like Netflix originals and it was all show, 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 show. And I was like, well, I don't want to watch. It. I want to pick a movie. Right. So totally, you don't watch television. No. 
But there is this commercial for Planet Fitness right mm-hmm. now that you can actually go online and get workouts. They're calling work-ins. That's fun. That's a really cool. To get rid of binge butt. That's funny. <laughs> and and the, the cushion is stuck on the guy's butt. And the lady's trying to pull it off. I. Wait, you didn't give me a movie yet. Well, hold on. Okay. This is a weird thing to say. But this whole coronavirus thing has been very interesting for me to see how specific companies react to it. Right. You know what I mean? With like Disney putting Frozen out early or like a gym going, okay, we have to pivot pretty hard now. Right. What do we do? Closed. Right. Like, so they're and doing so it's, work-ins and every day yeah. they release new videos. Super interesting. For everybody, not just yeah. their not just their gym club yeah. members. I, Disney has put videos out on how to make churros at home. Like, you know what I mean? It's just how do we pivot? And I think that's super interesting. Definitely. Okay, what am I watching? Okay. Now, I have not seen this movie either, so I'm just apologizing in advance. Uh-oh. It's no, it's well, it shouldn't be that naughty. It's about the guy who helped create National Lampoon. Okay. And it uh is called A Feudal and Stupid Gesture. Okay. And it stars Will Forte. Uh, oh, he's on this week he's on um Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah. I love him. I think he's hysterical. What's the name of it? A Feudal and And Stupid stupid Gesture. gesture. So it's a documentary, but it's not? No, it's not a documentary. Okay. It's a biopic. Stupid and Futile and Stupid Gesture. Stupid and Futile. Okay. You're going to have to send that to me because I'm not going to remember it. I don't know. It also has... So it's about the start of National Lampoon, specifically when they made their magazine, but then started to make Caddyshack and other movies. So a lot of famous comedians of the era make an appearance. Okay. Uh, Chevy Chase is in the movie, but it's not Chevy Chase. It's someone playing Chevy Chase. Got it. And I don't want to spoil who it is, but when you see it, you'll go, whoa. And it's also very funny because of another reason, which she'll go, oh, duh. Sounds good. All right. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. I, again, it could be terrible. It could like, and it could be super naughty and gross, but it also could be, it looked, it was something that I've been wanting to watch for a while. Somebody was like, you should watch it. And I was like, okay. Let's just give it a shot. Okay. Well, that sounds good. So I'm watching Always Be My Maybe. Always be my maybe. And you're watching A Stupid and Futile Gesture. I knew you weren't going to remember it, so I said it for (laughs) you. Thank you, you, because I'm all, uh. And this is a really long episode. It's not that long. It's maybe like 10, 20 minutes longer. Oh, it feels so long. Maybe it's maybe 20 minutes longer than some of our our regular episodes. Well, I think that's the end. Okay, bye, everyone. Bye, guys.